previously on the Double Feature Show. I've had our first listener letter. Ooh, a listener letter. A letter. An, an actual letter. What I'm, what I'm doing is I'm pretending it's right. an actual letter by making sounds. This is actually yeah. a letter about my ADHD assessment, but the actual <laughs> email we got, it's from, it's from, oh, it's from my wife. Right. And she right. says, dear Gav and him, is the double feature show just an excuse to talk about films you want to talk about anyway, and you just kind of slot in a word to make it fit? And, um, well, I'd say the answer to that is, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. We, we, Thank you we very try much. Our best to try and yes. link it, but sometimes we just want to chat about stuff we love. But it will always have some point of absolutely, connection. absolutely. There is a link, but yes, we have we do pick films we love because what's the point not picking films that you love? And now this. This episode concern. It's the Double Feature Show! I'm Gav Smith, and that really loud voice was... Matt Zitron! This is the Double Feature Show podcast, in which myself and Matt choose a random word and then give you a double feature that's somehow linked to that random word. Sometimes it's really obvious, sometimes it's quite tenuous. Tonight, I feel for me, maybe fairly tenuous. Matt, what was tonight's word? Can you remember? Tonight's word was concern. Concern. Now, I must admit, yes. when this came up as being the word at the end of last episode, I was I was actually concerned because I could not think of anything, anything at all that linked to concern. Because of which, I'd like to go first, if that's all right. Uh, I, my friend, you may. Thank you. I can't remember if I went first or second last time, but I'm going to go first this time just simply because... It took me so long to find something, and I'm quite proud of what I found. Because I went on to IMDb, because I couldn't think of any films that had concern, so I thought, you know what, I'll search IMDb, I'll just put in the word concern, and I'll see what comes up. Do you know there's just, like, one film with the word concern in it? It's called To Whom It May Concern. And <laughs> there's about three different versions of it, but that's all I could find with concern in it, which was kind of weird. That's all I could find on IMDb. But I'd never seen that, so I decided not to go for that. So, I went to a dictionary, and I looked up what concern actually means because I thought it was a good plan. And I've gone for a different bit of concern because I kind of thought, you know, what does concern mean? Concern can be anxiety-inducing. So I've gone for a film that's a little bit anxiety-inducing, a little bit anyway. It's from 2015. Are you going to try and guess it? Is that what we're going to try and do? I'm going to need more clues. You are going to need a lot more than 2015 because, hey, that tells you nothing. Uh, So 2015, it is a one-word title. It stars actor who would become a big part of the Marvel Universe not long, well, quite a while after. So much part of the Marvel Universe, she's named after the Marvel Universe. Oh, is it? Oh, is it the one with Brie Larson where she's locked in? Well, she's locked underground. Yeah, it is. Can you remember what it's called? Oh, I, uh, I don't. But she won the Oscar for it, didn't she? She did, yeah. It's called Room. Thank you for letting us do this interview. We're grateful to hear your story. Thank you to everyone who sent their good thoughts and their prayers. 
for five years. You made life in that small room, that prison, as nurturing and normal as you could. And it's her bringing up her child in a single room. And every now and again, the child is chucked in a cupboard because the man that has her abducted comes in to do whatever he needs to do to her. Like I say, it's a bit gruesome in areas. It's a bit of a horrible and hard watch. But it is a very, very good film based on a very, very good novel, which I have also read. It does have a bit of a happy ending, so it's not all doom and gloom. But She gets the Marvel's powers. She does. She becomes Miss Marvel. Yep. Comes with Marvel and beats the crap out of the guy who's been abusing her for all that time. And then Tony Stark comes in and Samuel Jackson comes in. It's great. No, that doesn't happen, unfortunately. That's not the way it ends. But it does have a kind of happy ending. So there is that have that in your mind that it might all end quite nicely at the end. But it is a Was it based on any true story or was it I I think it's kind of based on a few true stories that have happened where this type of thing has happened, but it's not a particular true story. It's not someone's actual story of their imprisonment, but it's kind of got links to real life, true crime type stories that have gone on. Say based on a novel, the novel is then of course, based on those same type of true life stories. So it's very good. Very, very good film. Like I say, it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one to recommend. I would recommend it to watch, but with the little caveat that you will feel uncomfortable that it is not in easy watch by any stretch of the imagination, but it is brilliant in the fact that it's not easy to watch. Does that make sense? I think the, the thing with difficult stories is if you can connect with the characters, which I haven't seen this. Yeah. Have you not? Uh, it, came out when, well, it came out when my daughter was about two. And anyone right. who has kids knows that anything with like risk to children when you have young children... Um, yeah. Is it extra specially hard to watch? So I, there are a number of films that I avoided in that, in the period that my kids were little that yeah. I need to go back to now where I won't be as sappy. But yeah. um, it um, it looked great, and I mean great, but I think um, it's one of the things I watch a lot of films with my wife, and I knew yeah. she wouldn't be up for it. But I mean, yeah. Brie Larson's fantastic. I, she I is. think. She um, is. Great actress. She did, win, did win the Oscar for this. So yes. So um, and but also you know I think the this story of these girls who were kidnapped and stuff happened. Yeah. There was like a spate yeah. of a lot of them. You know, Fritzel in Germany and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a couple in the states, and I think it's important that there's a bit of like entertainment that has that yeah. story. This you know yeah. it's. It's an experience that happened. And it, I mean, 
the fact that it's gruesome, it's yeah. that line between sort of making it salacious but all being yeah. realistic. And I have yeah. heard that this film is very good at doing the real side without making it sort of gratuitous or... Yeah, yeah. It, it's very good at being... It is very realistic and it's not explicit in any way. Everything that happens happens slightly off-camera or mm. enough off-camera that you're focusing on the young boy in it rather than what's happening in the background. So it is very much from his point of view rather than anyone else's point of view. Um, so yeah. it's it's very well shot. It's like I say, it's not gratuitous in any way, shape, or form. It's just there, and it, yeah, like I say, hard watch, but yeah, it's a good one. Probably yeah. relatively cheap to make, I imagine. Well, yeah, there was only a single location until the yeah. end, where they have more locations. But yeah, the very start of it is it's a single location, and it's that I think the. The thing that gets got me with it certainly was the fact that this young boy is brought up in this single room and he honestly believes that is the world. That the world is just that room that he lives in room. It's not even the room, it's just a room. And that's where that's where he lives and that's where he's spending his whole life. And he thinks that that is where he will spend his whole life. And it, it's quite sad in that way, but really, really interesting exploration of that type of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. It sounds a compelling watch. It certainly is. It certainly is. And like I say, it was very difficult for me to find a film. And I thought this one, you know, it just kind of fits in. I'm not sure how good it does link, but that's that's the best I'm getting for concern. Well, you could, <laughs> I, I would argue, uh, she was concerned yes. for the uh, safety of her child. She certainly is, yes. And I'm sure there was concern for her being missing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. So true. I don't Maybe think I different things. Yeah. When we've got a difficult word, as yeah. in difficult because you know finding a film is a bit tougher. I think yeah. we should be fair to ourselves. I think that's you could easily accept that as an answer without um, the the judges of this podcast, as there are many, coming oh, and yes. beating it. No, I think I think that's a perfectly fantastic choice, sir. Good. Thank you very much. I, I accept that you think that I've got it right. That's good. I think you've got it very With, right, not just right. Oh, very right. Yeah. Yeah, but I suppose it was an Oscar winner, so, you know, it's a decent film. It's kind of, that's the middle, believe it or not, because I've done my oh. film, so this becomes the middle. So the middle is where we do a little advert. Yeah? Yeah. So, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, that's this podcast, the email address is tdfspod at gmail.com. On all of the socials, you will find us at the same thing, which is at TDFSPod. You can find information about the podcast and all those links on the website for my other podcast, which is www.myfavoritefilm.com. There is now a page on there for TDFSPod. So you can see all of our links are on there and bits of the shows and stuff like that. Links to me, links to Matt, and so on. I think that's that. Have you got anything you want to say or... Are you all right? Just just my Insta, which is on the page, at Just yep. Matt Zitron. But you should also go back and listen to episodes of ours, but more importantly, of my favourite film podcast, which is How I Met Gav, and uh, how you'll hear lots of very interesting people waxing lyrical about fantastic films. Certainly will. Certainly will. And just to quickly say as well, um, thanks to Ben Jones. It was Ben who had the inception of this idea, and it is him that composed our theme tune, that you hear at the start of the show. That is his music. So there you go. Thanks for that, Ben. 
kind of keep giving you that credit in there. Yeah. And hey, um, guys, if, if if they're listening, one last thing yeah. I just thought of. If you can, support yeah. independent cinemas and independent retailers of movies and TV because uh, we want to keep the industry going, not just multiplexes so or big retailers who we all use who are named after rivers. But, you know, where you can, <laughs> where you can. Also, look in charity shops. Yeah, Denial. Uh, <laughs> denial is not a website for books. No. Go to charity shops. Look at films. Just yeah. Do you know what charity shops are full of DVDs? Absolutely full mm-hmm. of ninety nine p. You can get them. You could probably find room for about ninety nine p in a charity shop, and nice. that's really well worth it. Probably cheaper than renting it from said retailer that we mentioned before, named after a river. Yes, I um, and I actually own it have. Forever. I have taken to. There is a well known retailer that is an exchange shop, but I'm not going to name mm-hmm. them because they're not paying us. And no, also, I don't no, like I don't. saying their name. But uh, they're great. But what I've often found is if you check their website, it's cheaper to buy a second-hand copy from them than to rent half the time. And then you it can is. trade it back or lend it to friends. Absolutely, which you can't do if you rent them online. So there you go. That's great. So, Matt, your film, Concern. My film, Concern. Right, so it is 2016... Ooh, just the year after. Yes. Yeah. Go on. Um, there, there is also a slight link to Marvel, but it's not a Marvel Ooh. film. Okay. Um, it is my favourite thing, as I often say. It's a dramedy or dark comedy. <laughs> it's a film that it, it the director had directed a few things before this. Hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, it is set... In the country of the director's birth, that he is known for making films in that country. Right. Um, <laughs> right. I'm trying to think because I want to. Because if you're listening, thinking, why is Matt talking rubbish? It's because I know Gav knows films and I'm trying to not give him too many. Right. Um, so it's set in the country of the director that the director is known for where he's from it, could be it has this point in time right the st- the main star of the film oh this might help was in one of the biggest films of the 90s right but he he wasn't like a he he wasn't like an action star but he is in one of the biggest films of the 90s that spawned many sequels which he many is in a sequels. couple of Many which he's sequels. not in all of. He's not in all of. Oh, uh, the director, here we go, the director often cameos in his films. Ooh. And he cameos in this. Ooh. Um, there's a lot of directors that do that. All right, here's one last one. His yeah. uh, new, new wife, who is famous right. in her own right, but not for acting, has just released a range at Primark. <laughs> Don't know if that helps me. Um, just to read, I'll, I'll tell you a character name, and if you've seen it, you'll get it instantly. The main character is called Ricky Baker. Why does that name ring a bell? Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. Uh, that does ring a bell. What film's that from? Do I know it? Do I know it? He's I'm really like, Ricky Baker here. is a is a child. The actor is a child actor, but he is the main 
He is one of the two main stars of the film. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I do know it. Oh. You're talking about Sam Neill as the, the, the yes. actor, isn't it? Um, what was that film called? There, there's something for the wilder people. Something Hunt for the wilder people. He That's got there in the... <laughs> we, we might have to trim down that 30 minutes of us. <laughs> yes. Now, it Sorry, is Hunt I, for the wilder people. I did. I knew it. I knew it. Hunt for the wilder people. That's it. Yeah. Wow, man. I, I, that took me a while. Ricky Baker, now you are 13 years old. You are a teenager and you're as good as gold. Ricky, this is Heck. You can call him uncle if you like. No, I can't. Well, it told me to tell you that you should give me something to do. Is there anything you want me to do? Yeah. Leave me alone. The reason, well, to be fair, I was giving you very spurious. They so, were really uh, spurious. Yeah, because you're clever and I know you would have seen it. Have you seen it? I have, yes. Take a week. Yeah. Take a white. I can't see his name. I never have been able to see Michael Waititi. That's him. Yep. The pride of New Zealand. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah. Polyne- Do you know he's a Polynesian Jew? Because I'm Jewish. Whenever I hear no, someone's actually. a Jew, I'm like, yay! Um, the reason I chose this, if you don't know the plot of the film, the plot is that Ricky Baker is this uh, chunky wee lad. I'm not being yeah. sizist. It's not, no, no. He's a big lad. Um, yeah. Who he's been... He was like abandoned as a kid and he's been in and out yeah. of foster care. And he's sent yeah. to the countryside to this couple where the mum, the woman is very motherly and the husband, played by Sam Neill, is a sort of ex-wild man who'd lived in, in the bush who she yeah. married and loved and what have you. At one point, I'm, not, I'm trying to get to the main plot without spoiling, Sam Neill and Ricky Baker end up going on a little adventure in the bush. Yes. But everyone thinks he's kidnapped him. So there is yes. concern for yes. the safety of Ricky Baker. Yeah. It is quite wonderful. It's it is, riotously it funny. Yeah. Uh, Tyker's um, cameo is magnificent. He yes. plays a priest. Um, yeah. It's just a lovely film. It's got a lot of heart. It yeah. Um, it's consistently funny. Everyone puts in a, a blind of a performance. Yeah. Um, Especially it features, yes. Again, he's as, in as almost psych- all the Psycho Sam. <laughs> yes, I saw Reese Darby. Reese Darby used to do stand up like the guy from Police Academy, like sound effects. Yeah, yeah. If you go on YouTube, what have you? So, and I think I'm trying to think of the year. I think it might have been 2004 or five. I saw him as like a late addition to the Edinburgh Festival in a room wow. that there was only about three other people in the room with me and he did comedy i think i might have the poster somewhere because they were just like printed out on a4 stuck up around town <laughs> and he was really funny and really good um oh, i can imagine yeah I can imagine um, yeah he's great in that everything's good in that and i think there's a bit that people miss is towards the end of the film there's a car chase and if you listen to the music the music is really funny the lyrics sort of talk about what's going on and it's quite funny but um i, I showed the kids recently and they quite liked it yeah, and it, obviously, um, the young lad in it, yeah. uh, his name is Julian Dennison, went yes. on to be in Deadpool 2, where he essentially just plays Ricky Baker again, but with superpowers. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very good. He's very good mm-hmm. in this, I have to say. Uh, he's done lots of things actually since. God, what else is he? Because he was in uh, Godzilla vs. Yeah, he's in Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, he was in the Christmas Chronicles, part two. 
He plays Ooh. the nasty elf in Christmas Chronicles Part Two. And you know, he was in Deadpool Two. Yeah, he's he's been right around now. a bit. Yeah, he's um, but he's brilliant in this. Yes, he, um, he is very good, very good in this. It's yeah. it's just a lovely film about how uh, it's about wanting acceptance. Both him and Samuel want acceptance, yeah. and yeah. how they sort of become closer. Yeah, and it it's it's delightfully weird, but it's one it's 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 wonderful. There's some stuff it deals with that I don't want to talk about because I don't want to spoil some of it. No. No, there's a lot of um, a lot of love in the film. There's a lot of yes, finding love within a family. So I think Sam Neill's character is very much unloved by everyone other than possibly his yeah. wife. It's found and family, and it's is not, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about found family and about yeah. It's quite hopeful, actually. I think because yeah, both of them have lived tough lives where yeah. people have not given a shit about them. Yeah, and they find each other, and um, yeah. Sam Neill plays this. Great misanthrope. Yes. Um, Sam Neill is is basically playing the grumpy version of himself that he likes to play. This is the yes. persona he puts on a lot, that he plays this grumpy old man, I suppose, in a lot of his later films, and he, he does it brilliantly. Um, and he, he is, he's really good in this one. I like this one. Yeah. But he's all right in yeah. the end. That's the sort of thing. that you, He's a dickhead, but he's all right in the end. Yeah. Yeah. He's not um, a bad old sort. He's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I will put a warning for people. Oh, um, there is, uh, there's hunting in the film, so there are there animals is. being hurt. I'm yeah. sure that no real animal was hurt making it. So uh, I just want to warn because I do. Uh, I know because of Snowflake Generation, but I walk dogs. Yeah. I've got a dog, and I like animals. And you know, sometimes yeah. it's a bit oh. So I'll just say that if you have an issue with hunting. You know, they are in the bush. They do go out into the bush to survive. Yeah. So there is yeah. hunting. But it's there's all always great. worthwhile putting a trigger warning on for these things. So Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, there's no harm being kind and warning people. But it's, yeah. uh, I think, I think it's a lovely film, but it's very funny. Yes. Shot beautifully in that kind of wash out yeah. way that he does. Yeah. Um, I've seen a few of his films and it's one of my favourite what we did in the shadows probably is, yeah, my favourite. I've not there. seen Jojo yeah. Rabbit yet, strangely, but I still haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. I keep going to watch it, but then something happens and we end up not watching it. So it is one still on my list of things I must watch. I think yeah. now my kids are old enough to watch that sort of film; they want to yes. watch it. So yeah. that's the joy of waiting for some of these films that you can enjoy yes. them for the first that's time the way it is, with yeah. your kids. Yeah. With your kids, um, yeah. I think the issue with with what uh, wilder people is it's not yeah uh, it's not boring, but it's not like a zippy modern no 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 film. There are ponderous no. shots, and you know it moves in a leisurely place, but not slow. So I, there was a lot of time when I'm like, my kids, hey, it's good, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, all right, it's a bit slow, but when it gets going, <laughs> um, it's it's it is a lovely film, and. It's New Zealand and it's beautifully shot and there's lots of lovely shots of New Zealand's lovely countryside. Mm. Not quite on the scale of Peter Jackson's shots of New Zealand's countryside, but it it's there and it does look really nice. And it's yeah. telling a story about because he's he's obviously indigenous. I, I don't know. Yeah. Are, are they are they Maori? It's Maori, isn't it? They're, they're Maori. He's Maori. So, yeah. 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 If I've got that wrong and anyone's listening and annoyed, I'm really sorry. I don't mean I, to. I think you're um, right, but. but... But I think that it's uh, they sort of establish in it that his mum was young and had to give him up, yeah. but they don't know why. Yeah. But obviously, she was very young, 
And I think it's probably a story, but it, it happens a fair bit, not just over there, yeah. but it happens all around all young girls. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And um, it's nice to see it end well for him because, spoiler alert, it does all end well in the end because it it's that sort of yeah. film. But it's very funny. That's the thing. I mean, it's immensely quotable. And yes. one of my favourite little bits about it is there's a bit where he has a birthday when he's living with this couple. And yeah. the mum, or the, the the woman who he calls her auntie, she plays him his own birthday song. It just goes like, Ricky Baker, it's your birthday. And the reason they do it, and it's, it's freaking hilarious, but the reason they do it is because they didn't have the money to license Happy Birthday. Ah, there you go. It would have been too big a cost. But actually, I think it's much funnier because yeah. um, William Dennison sort of sings along and Sam yeah. Neill looks pissed yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, why you don't need Happy Birthday. It's bizarre you that you have to license that. It really is, isn't it? Consider how many times that must be sang across the whole world. <laughs> every day. Technically, we should be paying every time we... Yeah. I wonder who owns the rights to it. It's going to be someone horrible, isn't it? I don't I don't know who owns the rights to it, but yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to sing it now. If it's your no, birthday at any point while we're, do, we're recording, I'm, I'm not going to be singing it to you because that's just not going to happen. General, you could you it. do me... Well, it's my birthday, first uh, of July, exactly midway through the year. Yeah, I, I, I am setting you the challenge that if we record yeah. around that time, I'd quite like a, a Ricky Baker style Gav birthday song. When's your birthday? And I'll do one for you. My, mine's May the seventh. So may the seventh be with you. Uh, um, well, I'm right. Do you know what? I'm a. I think my uh, my late grandmother's birthday was May the fourth. Um, oh, well, there you go. How lucky for her. I'm or... setting a challenge now yep. that we will try and record around our birthdays, even if we do special episodes or we, yep. we do something. And episode, we will, yep. I will compose you a birthday song, and then later on, you can do one for me. I will compose me. one for you. Yeah, it, it's a done deal. I shall done compose deal. you a birthday song. I, I promise. Yeah, and I'll do you one. Oh, how wonderful. Perfect. And I shall play it at all my birthdays from that point on. Yes. <laughs> So, um, order-wise, I think, Ooh. even though I haven't seen Room, I mm. think it might be better doing it Room than Wilder People as lo- sort of like a, a palate cleanser. I-, I was thinking that as well. I-, I think if, although it does all end okay in the end for Room, but I think having Wilder People afterwards and having that comedy break and being able to have a bit of a laugh after it might be a good idea. Get that tension yeah. all gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, and I think, I think it, your link to concern was probably as tenuous as mine. So that's okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. But actually, I think we've come up with a sort of quite nice double bill of two yeah. well-made films that yeah. are tone-wise different. But actually, they might. I have a feeling it might work because mm. because... It isn't really like a screwball comedy, Wilder People. No, no I think with no. the dramatic side of it, it actually it might feel quite nice to move across. If you get my yeah. meaning, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So we're going to have Room followed by Hunt for the Wilder People. That means we now have to choose a word for the next show. So I need you to pick me up. Uh, give me a number between one and ten, and I'll press the button that many times. I haven't got my snare drum with me tonight. So okay, uh, four. 
four. Okay. Three, four. Oh. Okay. We've got fishermen. F- fishermen? <laughs> what am I? Uh, well. Oh, well, fishermen's friends. I, I mean, they, yeah. Um, There's two of them. I'm sure we'll one find something. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find. I'm sure. Do you know what? If any two people could do it, two people whose job it is to spuriously link words to films, <laughs> we'll definitely find something. Do you know what? I've got one. I'm I think sorted. I might. You are. I've sorted it already. I'm. I'm there. I've got one. I'm sorted. I know exactly what I'm doing. Nice. And it's I'm a goodie. I've, I've got a couple, but one okay. of them I really didn't enjoy. So I don't know if I'll <laughs> use that one, even though it's probably the less spurious of the link. Don't don't do one that you don't enjoy. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Do I'm not that you enjoy. That's the point. You said that in the letter at the start. I know. You just pick the, the, the letter my Sorry. wife sent me. She could have just spoken yeah. to me, but she had to write an email. She had to send you an email. I mean, that's just rude, isn't it? I know. Fourteen <laughs> years of marriage, and it's suddenly got all serious. Oh, do you know? Well, I'm not going to say anything. Anyway, that is it for the double feature show for this episode. We will be back in about two weeks' time. Bye bye for now. Bye. Bye bye. You hungry? That's a silly question, isn't it? Look at you. <laughs> 